Now, an hour of clarity for exhausted people of our nation mired in toxic partisanship. Left versus right, us versus them. While we pay to keep our politicians fighting, how do we the people rise up and solve the great challenges of our time? We do it by embracing freedom and liberty. There may be no such thing as a free lunch, but this hour is as close as it gets. Welcome to A Free Solution. Welcome, everyone, to A Free Solution. I'm Kevin Wilson, your host for today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for being here. We're live on WYSL until 1 p.m., so give us a call if you want to participate in today's discussion, 585-346-3000. That's 585-346-3000. Of course... Hello to all of our friends listening down the line over at WACK out in Newark and WENY, the Patriot down the southern tier. We're glad you're here as well. And our friends listening online on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, all those places. Send me your comments. We are talking about delivery apps today. And, you know, I'd especially love to hear from you guys. So we're talking about, you know, the Grubhub, the Uber Eats, all those places uh, because there's a new executive order from the – Monroe County Executive Adam Bello capping delivery app fees. So I want to hear from you. Uh, if you are a restaurant owner who uses these or doesn't use these, or if you're an individual, you like these, don't like these, uh, do you use these apps? Do you call the restaurants and look at them yourselves and see what they prefer? What's your experience with this? But let's get to what the the actual news item is, right? So the, the news item is that Adam Bello, who is the, again, county executive where I live in Monroe County, uh, is capping uh, delivery fees on things like Grubhub, DoorDash, Uber Eats, all those types. There's a bunch of them. Uh, they can't charge more than 15% of the purchase price of the order, regardless of whether the order is placed through an app, an online portal, or anything else. And it takes effect immediately. Now, there was a similar bill proposed in the county ledge by a county legislator named Rachel Barnhart, who happens to be my county legislator. Uh, and, and she wanted to do the same thing. She's saying that these apps, uh, these delivery services, are ripping off restaurants. That restaurants, which can't be open fully right now, particularly in, in the Orange Zone, which again, I live, one of the Orange Zones in New York State, they're, they're, they need to use these apps. They, because they need to do takeout delivery, the emergency order under Adam Bell is justified because the restaurants have no choice and they're being ripped off by these services that they have no other recourse to be able to make ends meet. So the emergency order makes sense. We have to cap these delivery services from being able to price gouge the restaurants. And, and I'm sympathetic to the situation of the restaurants, too. Again, they're, they're put in a tough position. Governor Cuomo has told them that they're not allowed to do indoor dining in some places. In many places, it's restricted. Your capacity is restricted. And on top of that, it's not just a government thing, either. It is it's also people are just nervous to go and eat out. And I've spoken to a couple restaurant owners about this, and I've just spoken to friends and, and family about this. A lot of people just aren't eating out anymore, particularly if they're in a higher-risk category for covid so it's not just the government. It's, it's a whole situation, but it is the government, too. Governor Cuomo has made many restaurants 
in my city, it made it, made it almost impossible for them to survive. And, and dozens have closed already. So look at this situation. This is politicians, again, they, they love taking action. They got to look like they're doing something to help, regardless of what the long-term consequences of this are. And so, again, Adam Bell has capped these services at 15%. And, you know, I got, I got an issue with this for a couple reasons. Well, first of all, this is an executive action. This is something that is being done without the consent of the normal lawmaking process in the county ledge. Uh, the county leg- legislature did not take up this legislation. They didn't vote on it. it got tabled. It's done. Now, Monroe isn't the only county to do this. There are other counties throughout the state that have done this, uh, a few in the southern part of New York, where they've just, uh, again, capped these delivery fees. They've said, this is too much. We are going to help our business. You know, it's never lifting restrictions on things, making it easier for people to operate. It's just, well, why not harm another business? So, so again, first of all, I don't like the the way this is done. This is executive overreach. This is the same thing Governor Cuomo is doing. It's just at a lower level. I don't think that the county executive should be making laws and fixing prices. This is a bad thing all around for a county executive to determine what price is appropriate for any company at any level to offer their service. What business is it of government to say you have to sell your service at this price or else you can't operate at all. Why on earth should we accept that the government should be allowed to do that at all for anything? And if they can do it with this, what's to stop them from doing it anywhere? And and I want to, you know, dive into a few examples of that later. But what's to stop them from, you know, doing it to my business, to your business to say, well, in this time of COVID emergency, like this service is essential, so you cannot sell this you know, service at a, you know, 30% markup. You're just profiteering off of this. Now, the government does this all the time in emergencies, and they'll say that, for instance, you know, people who mark up gasoline prices in a hurricane, you know, are, are price gouging. And even though that ends up creating a run on a product and a service in that situation, it would oftentimes be better for government to just let the free market figure it out. Now, I'm getting a comment from uh, from Will online. Let the free market decide. Yeah, I agree, Will. Let the free market decide. Let them figure this out. So you have all these uh, delivery companies out there, right? And, you know, now I want to preface most of this conversation by saying I don't always like the delivery companies. This isn't about defending them specifically, right? Because there's a few things that they do that I'm not particularly crazy about. Uh, you know, like the the Grubhub, the Uber Eats, all those, DoorDash. I, you know, I'll use Grubhub occasionally. I I don't really like Uber Eats all that much. I just just never found it all that great for the restaurants I'm looking for. So they do they they charge a lot. You know, sometimes they'll charge thirty percent. What they is what they do, and uh, they also charge you know big delivery fees on top of that. Now those delivery fees go to drivers. You got to pay the drivers. And and those other fees that these companies charge go towards other stuff. It goes towards uh, software development. It goes towards marketing. It goes towards a few other things, and including profit, which again I 
Guys, I'm, I'm a free market advocate. I, I don't care if someone's making profit. It's fine. Because at the end of the day, what's important about any of these services is that as long as restaurants are consenting to this, as long as they're opting in, then I don't see what the problem is. Now, restaurants are, you know, like a lot of the local news stories are quoting restaurants saying like, oh, this is such a wonderful thing. This is great. Well, of course, restaurants love that. They have outsourced their delivery and online ordering processes to these companies. And now the county is saying that they can pay an even lower price for this. Why wouldn't restaurants like that? Of course they like it. It's a great deal for them. But in a free market, every business should be able to set what the price is for their service because they know what it costs to to market it, to develop it, to get it out to other people. And at the end of the day, these businesses are consenting to use that service, even if they think it's a little bit too high. If they're not getting a return on ad spend, they wouldn't be using it. They would just opt out. Now, if you're a restaurant owner and, and you are using a, a Grubhub, a DoorDash, whatever, one of these uh, delivery services, one of these online ordering services, and you're not making a profit, I would love to hear why. Give me a call, 585-346-3000. Again, 585-346-3000. Give me a call. If, if I'm wrong about this, I'm happy to hear about it. But the way it seems to me is that you're choosing to use it. So why should the county jump in and price, price fix here? All right, we'll keep talking about this when we come back uh, here on A Free Solution. Talk to you soon. A Free Solution. Welcome back to A Free Solution. I'm Kevin Wilson, your host for today. Thanks again, everyone, for joining me. And again, if you want to participate in this conversation, give us a call, 585-346-3000, 585-346-3000. would love to hear from you. Uh, and got a couple comments in online from, you know, Will, you know, you got a few different services happening here at DoorDash, Uber Eats, Grubhub, a few of those. They, they can compete, lower the prices, be competitive. You know, the, the proponents of this law are saying, like, well, essentially they have a, an oligopoly on this, that they're, they're being anti-competitive, you know, without having to prove it. That's, that's the accusation and part of the justification, at least, you know, informally of this. Um, and then Scott says, if they're not making money, refuse the service. Yeah, again, you, you can always opt out, and I'll talk about that more in a minute um and and michael cordello jr uh commented and said not 100 percent well versed in this but it's my understanding that there's some restaurants on these delivery apps that haven't opted into a service ongoing lawsuit for having restaurants listed without their permission until that gets sorted out perhaps the source softens blow a little bit but it's also a different issue entirely now that is something i've heard and, and someone brought it up to me on twitter earlier today too and and i've read articles about that some restaurants are getting placed on these services and then people are putting orders in, and then they're like, I'm, I'm not making an order. And then they get bad reviews. And so it looks bad for the restaurant. It looks like they're just not having it together to make their orders. I think this is a totally different issue. You know, I, I can see how I, I would be frustrated. I, I think that it's, it's, it's fraudulent and it's deceptive to do that. When, at the moment restaurants are no longer consenting to be on the platform, you have a totally different legitimate legal grievance with these companies. And if they are doing that as is being accused, then yeah, absolutely. Like that, that needs to stop. If you're not consenting to the service, you're not asking to, you know, to, to outsource your delivery and online ordering services to these companies. 
Yeah, that's not okay. What I'm talking about here is that restaurants who have chosen to use this service and the argument from progressive economic thinking is that, well, sure, they voluntarily opted into this, but they, they really had no choice but to participate in, in using these apps because of the conditions that we have now. And because of this emergency situation, we need to step in and regulate and fix prices. Now, never mind the fact that this is a problem created by government being solved by more government, which is in turn going to create even more problems. But, you know, we're not we're not going to go that far, are we? Uh, no, but, you know, again, Michael, good point, And I'm glad you brought it up. I, I'm not here to necessarily defend the companies themselves. I don't know if they are good and wholesome and awesome or even if the fees that they charge are appropriate. That is a different question. If, if you don't like the fees, though, you don't have to use them. Because I, I think that the, the progressive argument that people have to use this is total nonsense. You do not have to use these services. You can opt out at any time. Again, assuming you're not being put on there without your consent, which is a different issue. In fact, I've talked to several restaurant owners now who have said, well, we don't like these apps. We don't like what they do. We don't like what they charge. We don't like that they try to and, – and I've worked on the other end of this where I'm working with restaurants too who are like, well, we kind of got to be on here. But they, they're, they're grumpy that they have to pay like additional marketing fees on top of this to get their restaurant to show higher. You know, they're always trying to get them to do that type of stuff. A lot of restaurant owners don't like it. They want nothing to do with it. They don't like the fees being charged. So they opt out. They say, you know, we're not going to do that. And then they go and they either find another solution. They go find uh, a different type of uh, delivery app, delivery service, and there are more than just the big three out there. Or they get someone to create their own or use a, a more pared-down service. Uh, some restaurants will use a different online ordering services and only offer pickup only. Some restaurants, if you, if you look them up, you call them, you ask what uh, you know they would prefer you do. They would say, yeah, please just call in directly so we don't lose the fees because some of these apps, they do charge a lot of money. And again, it boggles my mind that anyone would think like a restaurant would continue to use this service if they were losing money. Like why would they make that business decision? Why, why do politicians think that they know more than the restaurant owners themselves too? Again, a lot of restaurant owners are saying this is a great thing because of course it is. What would they have to do otherwise to do all of this? What these services provide is marketing. Again, you know, I don't have to know that a restaurant exists within two miles of my house to see it on like a Grubhub type of thing. I just look it up. Oh, I want to find, uh, you know, I want to find Thai food. Okay, look up Thai food restaurants. Okay, this one is pretty close, you know, and, and I can see the whole menu. I can order everything on there, you know, so it helps your restaurant get found. There's marketing involved in that. It also, again, put your whole menu online. Some restaurants will use these services instead of putting their menu online. Use it instead of a website in some cases. And then you outsource delivery. You don't have to have an employee that you have to pay taxes on, that you have to pay an hourly wage to. You know, Regardless of how many deliveries you're getting, you've outsourced that. That is Grubhub's problem. That is Uber Eats' problem. They're off doing their own thing and getting paid for deliveries you know, across the region that you're in. 
you don't have to worry about keeping that employee on and paying for them even if they're not actively doing deliveries at that point. You've outsourced that to someone else. You've outsourced a whole online ordering system too. You don't have to set up and design and monitor your own. They give you all that stuff. So all this stuff costs money. You can do that in-house. Again, I know some who have. I know some who, like, they're, they're like, you know what, again, this isn't worth it. Just call us. Or they're setting up their own system. They're working with, you know, local developers to do that, well, local web developers. Why not? You have that choice. You can either bring all those costs in-house and in the long term probably save a bunch of money or forego that initial investment and understand that you're going to get the, the – the, the marketing from these companies, you're going to get the, the online delivery infrastructure from these companies, and you're going to get the, the drivers from these companies, and you're going to have to pay a certain fee on that. And if you're not getting a return on ad spend on that stuff, then don't use it. You are not forced to use it. Again, if you're a restaurant owner, and, and I'm making you mad right now, and I'm wrong, call me, 585-346-3000, 585 Three four six three thousand, but I don't think I'm wrong on this because you know I've been a business owner before. I've had to make some of these same decisions before too. Like I, I work in digital marketing. You know, there's these services like uh, social listening services that the big companies have that I would love to have, but they are way too expensive for me. Like I can't, I can't afford some of that stuff. But you know, my clients ask about it. Oh, you know, how do I know if people are talking about me online if they're not tagging me? You know, you you buy into one of these social listening services, one of the big companies has them. Okay, you know, like it would be great if I could force the government to get those companies to sell those services at an extreme discount to me because then, you know, I'm now more equal with these big companies. But if I can't get a return on investment on those services, why is that the government's problem? Why is that the taxpayer's problem? Why is that the other company's problem? I can choose to opt into that service or not opt into that service. That is how free markets are supposed to work, is that the government can't force me or another company or anyone to offer service for less than what makes sense to them. And what you're going to end up with here, I think, is you're just going to end up distorting services. What's interesting about this executive order is that it doesn't apply to basically big chain restaurants. So... You might get a couple things happen. I don't know. I haven't seen the full, and I don't think we have seen the full impact of the consequences, even though this was uh, put into place immediately. But I don't know if what will happen is, well, if you're a small restaurant, maybe you just you can't use this anymore because, you know, they, they only want to do the big restaurants now because that's they're, they're the ones who uh, will pay the full fee, and that's the only ones that are going to make a profit for them. So if you're a small restaurant, well, too bad. You might get kicked off. I don't know if that's going to happen, but it could happen. They might limit delivery area. They might increase minimum ticket size because, again, it's a percentage of the uh, of the bill. It has to be 15%. So now, you know, instead of being able to order 15 bucks worth of stuff, you have to order at least $40 worth of stuff to make the delivery worth it for the delivery app company. Okay, so, you know, I might forego ordering something on Grubhub or whatever because – I don't want to spend 40 bucks. I'm just trying to get some tacos. Darn it. So I'll just go and drive there myself. Or, you know, just not get it at all. I'll just eat at home. That's the decision we can make. Actually, small side note on that. 
and someone interestingly enough tell me like from a consumer side that these things are too expensive and they're like oh i had to pay 40 dollars for a single dish and, and i felt bad for this person and you can see the conversation on twitter if you follow me you know what on the other end you're not entitled to a cheap meal either like if if the meal's expensive like stuff's got to be paid for the restaurant is owed money the, the app is owed money the driver who's taking you you know the meal to you is owed money so if you're you're paying 40 bucks for a single meal on one of these delivery apps that's a choice you are choosing to make and i don't feel bad for you if it's too expensive because that's about how much my wife and i you know pay when we order this stuff but we don't usually get delivery though we'd, we'd rather save the 15 bucks and go and drive to the place ourselves because we live in a neighborhood within a ton of restaurants i mean if you live out in you know hamlin or you know uh, <laughs> one the the towns in livingston county or one down southern tier and you don't have anything far away and you want delivery yeah guys it's going to be expensive that's, that's how it's going to go if you want something that's going to take 30 minutes to drive to you you got to you got to compensate the driver. Driver, you know, deserves money too. And I, and I've talked to drivers too. I I know someone who is a a driver for one of these platforms and you know that that's just how it is. That's how it goes. You know, you you got to pay for that stuff. All right. Thanks again for joining us on a free solution. Again, whatever end of this you're on, whether you're on the developer end, the the, the restaurant end, the the, the user end, you want to weigh on this 585-346-3000. We're talking about delivery app today. Back with at least one more segment of this in just a few minutes. Thanks again for joining us on Avery Solution. business relies on computers and technology to operate. Slow, unreliable networks and servers can cause unplanned downtime and affect your bottom line. The experts at Simple Tech Innovations are here to help. Their preventative maintenance program ensures that your computers and network are kept up to date and monitored for any issues, keeping your business running smoothly. They also help clients achieve HIPAA, PCI, and New York State cybersecurity compliance to keep your network safe and secure. Whatever your business IT needs are, Simple Tech Innovations should be your first call. They've won the best in Rochester eight years in a row and have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating. Call them today for a free consultation at 585-200-3182. That's 585-200-3182. Simple Tech Innovations. A free solution. Welcome back to A Free Solution. I'm Kevin Wilson, your host today. Thanks for joining us. Again, give us a call, 585-346-3000 if you want to participate in the conversation. Shout out down the line again to our friends over at WACK out in York and WENY, the Patriot down in the Southern Tier. Thanks again for carrying a free solution. Thanks, listeners, for being with us today and our friends on YouTube, on a free solution, Facebook page, on the Free Solution YouTube page, on the Kevin Wilson Facebook page, and the Kevin Wilson Twitter page. You know, and again, I want to emphasize, I recognize restaurants are in a very difficult position here. That's, 
because of both the nature of a pandemic itself and actions of a government, often several governments, it is difficult to operate and thrive in this environment. It is what it is. And in fact, you know, I did want to touch on like another small but frustrating story uh, from the city too uh, in the context of all this is that the the city of Rochester, despite not allowing things like darts and pool and whatnot to uh, be used because of the pandemic, was still planning on collecting the entertainment license fees that are required to have these equipment, ha- have these pieces of equipment in bars and restaurants, despite the fact, again, that you can't use them. The, the city was going to collect those still. They have since, because of public pressure, gone back on that, and thank goodness. But what a, what a ridiculous thing for the city of Rochester to do. What a ridiculous thing for, for them to say, well, you can't use this, but we're still going to shake you down for money for this. We're still going to make sure that you... Uh, pay uh, for the privilege of even owning this equipment in your bar that we will not allow you to use. That's that's just typical. Uh, I think Larry mentioned that in yesterday's show too, but I- I'm glad that they were shamed into no longer uh, collecting the fees this year. And 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 they've also pretended like the city pretend like it's gifted. We are giving this to you. We we are so generous as to allow you to have this equipment still without having to pay us tribute. Oh, goodness. Thank you. Thank you so much, government. You're so nice. My goodness. Absolutely ridiculous. This, uh, that type of stuff disgusts me. Um, so anyway, you know, back, back to the topic at hand, though. You know, again, I know, I know restaurants are having a hard time. I know a lot of restaurants, you know, are grumpy about the fees. And, you know, in, in some of the articles I've read, and then I'll share, like, there's a, a Business Insider one that I, I read. Oh, I think it's from a few months ago, actually. Uh, actually, no, this one's from last year. They're they're complaining about these delivery apps. This is something that, like, progressives wanted to regulate even before COVID. So, like, it's another one of those things, like, let's not pretend that this is a COVID thing. This is a progressives want to, you know, butt in here thing. Like, that's that's what's happening. Like, let's, we can cite this example dozens of times in the middle of this pandemic. Like, oh, look, it's, it's just a power grab. And they're now using a pandemic to, to justify that. Um, let me share that article for y'all. And if you're listening online, if you're listening over the radio again, go to my Facebook page. I, I, I often share the articles I'm looking at, the stuff that I'm, you know, referencing in the middle of my show, I want you guys to see what I'm looking at. I want to try to be as transparent as possible and, and see what sources are informing um, the discussion here. So in regards to the price of these, again, I'm not sure if that's the right price. But again, I do know if you are running a business, you do have expenses to cover. You know, again, you have, in this case, probably developers, drivers investors you know the the cost of the the server infrastructure itself the marketing all this stuff goes in business if you've been a business owner you know this too you know and i think like you know what if this same logic were applied to to my business right you know i've run a digital marketing business before i'm part of a digital marketing business you know i i do you know 
e-commerce sales for you know different types of retail uh, companies. Now, imagine if the same logic applied. Well, the state of New York has said that your retail business cannot open. Therefore, you know we want to crack down on services that are charging too much to create and run ads. So if if I want to charge a 25% management fee that includes uh, doing creative, setting up strategy, setting up uh, tracking, all that stuff, if I wanted to do that and I say, well, 25% is what I need to, to pay me, my employees, my contractors to create that stuff, that's what I need to be able to make a profit to make this time worth it for me, what business of it, of the government to say that I have to charge less than that? Because again, that's the same logic that could apply. The, the government could say uh, digital marketing is an essential service. You need that to operate in this pandemic environment, and we can't believe these digital marketing companies are charging so much. You have to charge less. Not considering that you know, all of the, the labor, the employees, the infrastructure, the talent that needs to go into that. And you can apply this example to any sort of business. You know, again, everything is there, – there are various things. They're essential to, to running a restaurant. Equipment maintenance. You know, if you don't like the company that is selling and maintaining your equipment, should the government cap the fees that they can charge to come out and repair stuff? No, that would be absolutely ridiculous. No, you can go to another company. You can go to another repair service. Why should the government set the price on that stuff? Why should the government regulate that stuff? The way I see these delivery app services is it's just like any other thing. Just like marketing, just like the infrastructure of your business. If it isn't worth the cost to you, either your business you know, is in trouble and you just need to find new ways to get new customers, or if it's not getting a good return on investment, whatever you're doing, then you need to cut it and try something else. Just like every other business decision, this isn't special. This is just like, you know, again, it's like saying like commercials are essential. No, you know, they, they are great. They are great for getting your business out there and they can give you a good return on investment. That's great. You should do that, including on the station. But the government doesn't need to get involved and say, well, this is essential for businesses to be able to operate right now. So we should force stations to, to limit you know, what you can sell those commercials at. No, no, it's not the, the government's business to do that. That is a voluntary, consensual interaction between two different types of businesses. The government's stepping in here. And the justification that they're being used can be applied everywhere. And, and, and they will often do that in other cases. So this is, to me, you know, a testing ground for do people accept this type of rationale for government intervention? Is this something that is okay to you? And again, this isn't – I'll keep saying it because I've been accused of it several times. Why are you taking a stand against restaurants? I ain't. I'm not taking a stand against restaurants. And I know some restaurants are like, this is a great thing because of course it is. They're able to outsource their you know, de delivery and ordering services for cheaper by government fiat, not even going through the legislative process anymore, which again is at the county level. It's at the state level. It's been at the federal level for an executive to create laws for a long time. Now, it's encoded in law in New York State, at least through the next several months with Governor Cuomo. And I imagine it'll keep getting renewed at the county level. Not just in Monroe, where I live, in Rochester, 
but everywhere. They could start doing this stuff, and they are doing this stuff. So what I'm asking you, listeners, is to be vigilant and to let the market work. You are not owed any particular service. You are not owed any particular cost for services. If something doesn't work for you, don't use it. Find a competitor. I can't imagine that there aren't other companies out there trying to do similar things to provide these services for restaurants in a way that will undercut the, the prices of these more established services. That's how the market is supposed to work, to find different ways of doing that or to instead of forcing the restaurants to pay the cost to, to have the customer on the other end pay the cost. Whatever it is, let the market work. The moment you start getting the government involved, fixing prices, you end up locking a system in place that's often worse, that serves consumers in a less effective way, and will have long-term consequences that we can't see yet. And I would mentioned what some of those might be in the previous segment. So again, don't let our politicians get away with this stuff. Let's let the free market work. The free market in individuals, again, so the free market is not an abstract concept. Individuals, businesses doing stuff to, to make a profit, to serve others, can solve problems like this. Don't let politicians trick you into being confined into this lack of imagination that only government can solve this problem. That is absolutely not true. We can solve this problem. Other business owners can solve this problem. The best way to do it is to let these voluntary arrangement, uh, arrangements play themselves out. All right. Thanks again for joining us on Free Solution. we got one more segment left. But again, if you want to participate in this conversation, give us a call. 585-346-3000. That's 585-346-3000. We'll be back with more on Free Solution in just a few minutes. A free solution. All right, welcome back to A Free Solution. I'm Kevin Wilson, your host for today. Thanks again for joining us. Thank you for being here, listening, wherever you're listening. You're listening all over the place. Uh, you know, we're talking about, again, these delivery apps and whether or not, or I guess, you know, I I don't think it's a mystery anymore where I stand, so I won't say whether or not, but, you know, my, my stance on... Adam Bello, again, the Monroe County executive who issued an executive order, effective immediately, it was as of Monday, to cap delivery fees on these apps to 15%. Because some of them were charging 20, 30%. Uh, you know, I, I think I, I've, I've more or less gotten across my point. And if I haven't, again, give me a call, 585-346-3000 if you have anything to add or discuss with me. Um, or, or, of course, comment online as well. Just the last thing is, again, I do feel bad for the restaurants. If you look at the governor's own data, the restaurants were not a significant source of COVID spread. It was, it was mostly house parties. Less than 2% came from restaurants. So why not find ways to let restaurants open safely? I am also concerned that many of my favorite businesses are going to go under. I hate to see it. And part of that is by ham-fisted government action. I think that we can build a system 
and there's actually folks who are proposing to do this, build a system where restaurants could stay open, you know, even in a red zone situation, which I know we, we can we could discuss the whole zone thing later. But even in a, in a situation with lots of rising COVID situations, keeping restaurants open if they're not proven to be a source of contagion, if they're doing everything like, okay, uh, everyone's washing their hands, no one's caught it here, people are wearing masks when they're, they're uh, up and moving, all that type of stuff. I think there's safe ways to do it. This is another you know instance where the free market and individuals dedicated to solving problems are what is going to fix this situation. You know, I I call this show a free solution. And, you know, it's it's a bit of a play on words. I don't have all the solutions. I'm not going to give you all the solutions. The solution is freedom itself. Everyone else has the ideas. People know how to operate their businesses, what makes sense for them. And it's not that every individual business owner is going to be perfect, but there's wisdom in the market and the free interaction of individuals. And that's what we can see with the delivery app situation, as I've covered. This is what we can see with allowing restaurants to open, too. There are people proposing ways to say, okay, here's how we track this. Here's how we can grade it. Here's how we can find safe ways for people to be able to open and continue to operate and have businesses thrive in a situation that is difficult. Instead, again, politicians would like you to think that only they can do this. We have to have government intervene. We have to have government control the situation. We have to have the government control prices. That is not what has to happen. And in fact, by doing so, again, you're showing a lack of imagination and oftentimes ends up making situations worse in preventing the emergence of new innovative opportunities to solve problems in markets. And of course, as soon as you know, those new problems emerge because of the government intervention, who's going to get blamed? Oh, the free market has failed. Now, let's not dig through all the evidence that suggests that the, the government intervention in the first place was what caused market distortions. Now, <laughs> now, and I was joking, too, you know, uh, with, with someone online, like, is this line of argumentation going to lead to a, a state-controlled uh, delivery app system you know, where we're going to get food hours later and it, we're going to have subsidies the heck out of it and you know people are going to start to ask years later, well, how would we ever deliver food without this? People get locked into these things and then as soon as the government has control over this, they can't imagine a situation where the government never intervened in this process. You lose the sense of possibility that comes with freedom. And so that's why I'm so fired up about this. And I know it seems trivial. Like, like who cares about this in the grand scheme of things, right? Like, why, again, why am I coming in and, and people have accused me of defending these big companies that are charging too much? It's not really about that. It's about the principle of thing. It's about taking a stand wherever we can in instances where the government thinks it knows better than all of us collectively. They don't. They're just people. That's all they are. They're people. They are not any smarter than any of the rest of us. They don't know how to run. They, they might be smart 
about any number of individual things, but they don't know specifically how to run my business, how to run your business, how to do education, how to do anything necessarily better than the experts out in the field. So anytime that the government tries to, at any level, again, this is local government. This isn't big, scary federal government. This is local government doing this. This is the government that is supposed to be most accountable to the people. In fact, you know, like there's an argument that goes among among conservatives like, oh, well, if we just get back to local government, we just get back to state government, everything will be okay. No, that, that is not where I'm at. Tyranny can happen at a local level too. No, oppressive economic control can happen at a local level, too. We have to fight these intrusions on liberty at every single level. We have to fight wherever it's happening, whether it's at the municipal level with ridiculous zoning codes, at the county level with this price-fixing scheme with, uh, with, with these delivery ads, whether it's at the, at the state level. No, and there's, goodness, there's plenty to talk about that with New York State or at the federal level. Liberty is important no matter which level of government is violating it, no matter who is doing it, it is worth fighting. It's not enough to just say, well, if we just bring tyranny back to the school board level, it's okay. No, it's still not all right. I'm not, I'm not a diehard localist. I don't think states' rights or, or local control is panacea, is my point. You know, I, I, th- I think this instance demonstrates that pretty well. Just bringing power back down to a low level doesn't matter if we allow, you know, people at the, the again the county and the city whatever level to violate our liberty anyway. And in this case, doing so by executive order, by circumventing the normal legislative process to do this, we have to take a stand somewhere. And again, if we want to solve these problems, the best thing we can do is to try to elevate people who are talking about these issues, who are talking about ways within the context of free market to build consensual arrangements to find new ways to deliver food. What a concept, which is the government doesn't need to get involved. Just find new ways of doing it. I am sure, and I would love to hear about it, I am sure that there are other apps out there that are charging less, that are making it work, they are figuring out ways to serve these restaurants more effectively. And that is a great business opportunity for someone out there right now who might be thinking like, well, if everyone's mad at DoorDash, Uber Eats, Grubhub, whatever, if everyone's mad at them right now, how can I start to build a following so restaurants will use my service or undercut their prices? Here's how I'm going to compensate my drivers. Here's how I'm going to build the infrastructure. I'm going to make sure that this works for the restaurants who are upset with this arrangement right now. I think that is possible. But if they need to set a 20% margin in order to make that work right now, they're in trouble. It's not going to work. This this type of arrangement ends up benefiting big companies in some cases because they're the ones who have the bandwidth and the resources to be able to make it work or to fight it. If you're a small company starting up right now, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough no matter what because we're in New York State. Many of you are. All right. That's my solution, though. It's freedom. It's liberty. Let's, let's allow that to work. Government doesn't need to do everything for us. Thanks again for joining us on A Free Solution. I'll be back on Friday. Talk to you then.